Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game. I feel like I just fucked up the word game, and in my head I said it wrong, and I spoke it right, so... You said it fine. I didn't even start drinking yet, Jim. This is going to be a beautiful episode. Yeah, it's a good sign. <laughs> we try it again. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 162. How you doing? I think we'll be able to enter this by now. How you doing? Thank you for joining us tonight. Hope you are having a good day, week, whatever the fuck. Hope you're having a good no IPA May. And big shout out to everyone who's been sending in the pictures. They have been coming in like crazy this year. So, and I find, and I actually decided, just like I have on our site, the Level Fifty Club, I made a page just like I did last year, dedicated to all submissions. So, right now, like I have to try to find between Twitter and Instagram, and for some reason, I don't know why, when I put in our tag, I get the post a few days later. Like, I'm not getting it the same day. I don't know why that's happening, because some of the photos, I was like, oh, shit. They, like, posted on May the 4th Be With You with, like, Yodas. Mm. It didn't show up on that day, and I got it, like, two days later. I was like, well, God damn it. Yeah, because I'm trying to tag you in every single one that comes in. Shit, yeah. So. so, yeah, and then Twitter. But, but, Brian, you seem to keep up way better with the no IPA made than you do with the level 50. Hey. And level, level 50 is like, hey, I'm a couple games behind. Well, here's a problem. You, Le- throw, you <laughs> throw some tits in front of a beer, and all of a sudden, Brian's keeping up with everything here's over the, here. Here's the problem. Level 50, we got goddamn Discord, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you just send me random ones from all over where I'm like, okay, I think I got this one. And then I double check my list and I'm like, all right, some people don't write numbers. I'm hearing bitches and excuses. That's what I'm hearing. I don't want to hear shit. (laughs) But no, we truly appreciate you guys are a hell of a lot more creative than we are. But we love seeing all the submissions. Keep sending them in. And as we said, at the end, we'll be able to pick a winner. Jim, already people have started expressing who they think would win. Oh, have they? (laughs) Oh, they Mm. have. (laughs) I'm sure they have. I'm sure sure if you go through the thread, we have a pinned thread on Twitter. So with all the submissions, Brian's been throwing them up there. Uh, And uh, yeah, you can tell by the likes what a little more popular. Jim, would you say it's a shocker? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) It's about exactly what I expected. (laughs) God bless you people for it. I I love, like I said, I really love it. And what I like the most is... You're not just seeing like the standard, I would say, summer styles that aren't. Like, I like seeing like Fenix has put in two pumpkin beers. Yeah. I like, obviously, we did the uh, the Marzen, but like, I, I am seeing some fall and winter styles. But- yeah. So either it's people going through what's on clearance, like me, or going through their <laughs> backlog, like me, or hey, who knows? Who knows where they get these beers from? I love it. And I, you know what? I even love the random today we got, I think, from Astral or Miller High Life. You know what? It's all welcome. Even, uh, what did we see? A Spike Lemonade? Yeah, we've seen a Spike Lemonade. We've seen some hard lemonades, a couple of them. I love it. So Seltzer or two. Yeah. Keep sending them in. And we... Even some non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Hey, we welcome it all. Even if you want to do, like, liquor, send that shit. Yeah. Just no IPAs. Or weed, heroin, whatever you want. I will say, I know you don't dive this deep, but on Instagram and stuff, I notice where people will post no IPA May, their comment thread is like, who would give up IPAs? <laughs> I see that every once in a while. But it's funny. It really doesn't hit the Twitter I, audience. I was going to say, Twitter, it seems they're like, yeah, fuck IPAs. Everyone on Twitter is like, fuck IPAs. They all taste like garbage. <laughs> but like, yeah, on Instagram, they're like, I could never do this in a million years. It's like, mm, okay. different worlds, yeah. different crowds. Yeah. So, Jamber, speaking of no IPAs, you posted a picture which was put on Instagram and Twitter because you were down Cape May, but 
somehow ended up with a beer from Duclaw. Well, what do you call it? So <laughs> at first we just went to the beer store down there for when, you know, just sitting around the house. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, it's got poop on it. This is different. So decided to grab it. So tonight, first beer up is the give a poop. Give a crap. Give a ship. I looked give it a up. Yeah, it's give a crap. Okay. Yep. Yeah, from uh, Duclaw out of uh, Baltimore, Maryland. And it looks like it's like a combination. It's probably like a promotional thing for cancer awareness. Because like on the back of it, it says 90% of cancer, uh, colorectal cancer, caught within the first 90, you know, caught early, you'll survive, you know, 90% of the time, that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, they, they put on here that colon cancer is the number two leading cause of cancer death in adults. So it's for a good cause. It is something people should take seriously. And yeah, I, I figured you got it just because of the poop. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Jumped out at me. <laughs> But yeah, I uh Yeah, my, my daughter had a nice thing where she was like, Daddy, is that rainbow poop? I was like, Yes it is. It sure is, Jim. And you've already had how many have you had? I've only had two of them so far. So it's a sour ale with blueberry, black currant. What the hell is black currant? No. Is it like a berry or something? You're the beer nerd, you should you tell me. I don't know ingredients. I just know what they are. I don't know what they actually are. I just know what's in them. I don't know what I'm putting in my mouth. I just put it in my mouth. That's you. <sighs> Truer words never have been spoken. All right. And then vanilla bean and lactose. So, yeah, it's 6.5%, which is actually kind of strong for a sour. And I will say, so far, I like it. It's not boozy at all. No, it's not not even a little bit. You got, you got a little bit of the uh, the jism in there floating about. That's true. Speaking <laughs> of now. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, the, the aroma is very heavy on the blueberry. Um, very fruity sour. Almost like like you get the tart flavor without the tart bite, like at yeah, all. There's no bite. It's extremely smooth. The lactose, that's probably what it is. Man, when do they start putting lactose in everything, it's in fucking everything anymore. Why? I don't know because everyone's got to have because like because it's just sweet. I don't know. Maybe or it's maybe something they can like sprinkle like a gram of it in there and be like, it's oh, sick. we have lactose. Yeah. No, it's uh interesting. Uh, we've talked. I think we've done a few Duclaws before. Yeah, we've done some. They're always uh. They're always what I always call that one that like try to add all the flavors, kind of like a dogfish head, yep. but they seem to hit the mark a little more. Sometimes they go overboard. Yeah, I would say so. But no, this is uh, all right. Proud of you, Jim. Now, I'm actually kind of sad, though. You didn't read the label. Oh, shit. <laughs> right, there's still time. Don't steal the bit. <laughs> go ahead. I, will, I won't steal this from you. After all, what was your... <laughs> you did have a particular nickname in college, Jim. Which one? During Halo and many times. Oh, well, I actually stole that off a buddy of mine. So what do you call it? Uh, the game handle. Uh, my buddies used to use, one would always be a puppy and one would be ass cancer. So you would have ass cancer killed a puppy or a puppy killed ass cancer. <laughs> so, of you're course, so, I brought Jim, that to college so, and played it so, off as my own thinking I was witty. You're so Because no one Jim. knew any different. You're so edgy. Ah, <laughs> uh, to be 18 again. <laughs> Jim, would you want to be 18 again? <laughs> yes and no. Do I know what I know now? Or do I have to live this shit all over again? Live it all over again. Fuck, fuck, no, no. <laughs> Jim, live it. the best year of your life. <laughs> it's depressing. Jim. <laughs> wow. You can really tell you give a crap by picking up this can. First, you'll enjoy the sweet sour ale with notes of blueberry and vanilla. And second, critical dollars will be donated to fight colon cancer. You're crushing it. Cancer and this beer, obvi. Brought to you by the Colon Cancer Foundation, Duclaw Brewing Company, and Squatty Potty. 
oh crap, we've run out of space. Scan here for more. And they have a QR code thing. So. I will say. It's for our, a good cause. No, it is for a good cause. So support them if you find a can. And it's actually good. It's not like it's, shit. Yeah, exactly. Huh. No, it is shit. shit. It's not- it. <laughs> you're, you're full of puns, Jim. Uh. <laughs> but no, it, uh, also, I think our wives introduced us to the squatty bodies. Oh, yeah. Because I did never knew that was a thing people did, putting their feet up on the little stool. No. Like, they were doing it even before Squatty Pie was, like, around. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. They were just using whatever to lift their feet, but... Yeah, like, I think Squatty Potty came out in, like, 2013-ish or something as, like, an official brand. My, my wife was using it when I met her in 2010. Yeah. I was like, what's with the stool? And she's like, oh, you put your feet up in it. I was like, all right. <laughs> okay, science. Immediate outrage, and then you're like guess it kind of works <laughs> you tell me how to freaking poop over here okay jim has set records back then once a, once every few days and freaking me going especially back then going like eight times a day it was a problem i had a terrible diet still do but it was worse <laughs> maybe a slight touch at ibs eh, who's to say who's to say things yeah <laughs> so chambers uh speaking of contest we the video for level 50 club will be out this week um, just finished editing it or will finish editing it by the time you're watching this. And I got to say this past week was just, I didn't get shit done for gaming. Oh no, me neither. I had no time. Like I, uh, I, I retract that. I did play a decent amount of big bumping, <laughs> which as I alluded to you in the text is levels above sneaking. And I still have to play Sneak King, so I am not looking forward to this. Here's what I'll say, because Big Bumpin' was the one you said you and your friends used to play and have fun with, right? Yeah. We definitely have to do a drinking game. I think multiplayer would be a ton of fun on that. Yeah, no, it is. It's actually got more to it than it has any right to have it. Like, there's... It's got good, like I said, it's got good ideas. Single player against the computer oh, kind of yeah. sucks. But if you have buddies, it's a lot of fun. The computer is oddly difficult too yeah they're a little vicious it's like yeah I squeaked by some of those tournaments but no uh like I, that and then obviously i stream the witcher so i'm just hyper focused i need to just be done with witcher so i can play something else banging out the burger king game and then uh yeah that's that's basically it yeah i put a little bit more time into metroid dread and maybe did like two rounds of tetris 99 just Hoping to get that dumb luck win, maybe one of these days, because I'm not, I'm not trying anymore. Jim, like with gonna, most things in life, Jim's gonna be down to just him and like one other player somehow playing Tetris Nine Nine. Still losing. He's like, God damn it, let me win. Yeah, it'll be like playing like Call of Duty on the Wii U, like now, like yeah. when there's like 70 players, and I'll still be fucking losing. Did uh, how far are you now, Metroid Dread? Only like two hours in. And is it grabbing you, or is it just like okay, it's another? Metroid. No, I really like it. Like it is, it is another Metroid. But yeah. I really do like it. Like Metroid games, for the most part, you're not going to go wrong with. So, um, but no, I mean it's really good. Uh, the Emmys are you know annoying. It gives you that cat and mouse kind of you know oh shit oh shit oh shit kind yeah. of thing. So, and besides ads, you know standard Metroid. I do see where Pam was coming from when she was saying it felt a little dated because it does. It doesn't reinvent the Metroid wheel. I'll say that. Because there's been so many like Metroidvanias since you sure. know their heyday, so but it for what it is, it's still really good. Well, that was always what we covered when people were pirating and all that. It's like it's not really worth its price because it is such a it's a meh. Not, well, not, I don't think it's meh. Not, not meh in how you feel about, but as far as offering something new, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's just and that's why you know it's dated. Is it worth its value? 
then you can get in that debate. But yeah, I know a lot of people seem to love it, so I'll reserve that until I beat it. Nice. And yeah, I mean, like what I didn't do in gaming, I made up for in fucking drinking this weekend. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, I went like Brian said, I went down the shore with my wife. Like you know, that was Mother's Day, going down to the shore and hit up a bunch of breweries. So uh, first up, went to the Cape May Brewery. Yep. So that's the most famous one in Cape May, New Jersey, obviously. Uh, solid brewery, you know, not so decent amount of space inside. They didn't have the tent set up, which was probably smart because of like the hurricane force winds that were going on. Dude, the fucking gutter <laughs> on my brother's shore house on the, it ripped from the one side over, over the roof it. and was hanging off the other side. Yep. We're like, what the? I was like, where the fuck's that come from? <laughs> so that was so that was probably for the best. They didn't have the tent up. No. But um, yeah, the beers there are very solid. There's a new one I haven't had before. The perp I kept a no IPA may did. I put the post up. <laughs> You know what? I was half expect. I was looking at your flights. I was like, "This dumbass probably got an IPA by accident." No, the closest I had was a pale ale, but it wasn't an IPA. Okay, so <laughs> I was like, ah, "I won't count a pale ale." I was like, "I, I might be risking it here," but yeah, no. Uh, like the perp, which is their like really fruity beer that they have, but like hmm. that was freaking delicious. Yeah, and they had a really good. What was the other one I liked? Uh, you know what? A lot of the places down there have really good English lagers. Yeah, it's becoming more and more the ESB or just yeah, yeah, yeah. like the ESB. Yeah, that's be that's like I don't want to say it's going to be the new IPA, but that's a style that I start seeing more and more on like breweries' websites and their flights. It's an easy easier style to make. I won't say it's easy, but it's also like a perfect session beer. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's always a solid time. And and like what I like about that place is they. Uh, they have more in there than like luckily there's space so like there's a guy playing guitar which a lot of them all will have but uh you know like you know they had decks of cards so we we're playing go fish but they also had like a little plinko thing set up that you could just fuck around with or like a vat like you know a beer vat like made out of cardboard mm -hmm. you can go in there and stand in so like my kid had a ton of fun with that yeah she was like look daddy i'm a beer i'm like no <laughs> so damn it jim <laughs> but i'm a soft by kid you mean you Possibly. Look, I'm a beer. Look at me. <laughs> hey, babe. Babe. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry, everyone. But uh, so next up, uh, we tried this one called Bear Brewing. And that only opened up in February. B-E-A-R? B-E-H-R. Huh. Okay. Like the paint? Like the paint. Oh. Okay. So yeah. So you go in there and at first they're like, you have to go on the tour. So the tour is you walk down the hallway where the bathrooms are. And like they have like a sign that shows like the beer brewing process, and they're like you have to sign it once a year. I'm like, this is weird. Okay. Yeah. So it's like okay, that's the thing. So you have to sign something. Yeah. So you could have just signed your life away. And whatever. <laughs> you didn't have to put in any information, just your name. And that's all you need these days. Whatever. But uh, yeah, so you know, I got a flight from there. Uh, the lemon shandy was good. The English lager was good. Uh, very limited on seating space. Like, it was just kind of a bar that held maybe 30 people max, if you're... Not even 30, maybe 20. Is it, like, the size of Naked? Uh, kind. It was... The bar itself was a little bigger. It was, like, the horseshoe, kind of. Okay. So, it was bigger there, but, like, there was only, like, two of those, like, you know, when they cut down a tree and they, like, chop off, like, an oblong piece of the trunk yep. to make a table out of. Yeah. They had, like, two of those set up, which are a little awkward. Then they had this, like, big, cozy space with, like, a couple couches and, like, those giant-ass, like, fluffy chairs you can sit in. And, like, with the fireplace, they're like, that looked nice. I'll get to that a little later if it's the most, you know, <laughs> the best idea for a brewery or a tap house or anything like that. But Okay. So, like, the beer there is fine. 
And it was definitely like an older, like more like highfalutin crowd. Like you could tell that like they were not happy to see a kid there, even though mine's <laughs> oh, quiet dude. and you just give her a tablet and like she doesn't bother anyone. Uh, I know you don't really go on and follow breweries of PA. Yeah. That and dirty glasses are the two most debated goddamn things about people being furious that people bring kids. And then the other one, they call it uh, the dirty glass mafia. What? Ha ha ha. Because do you ever see someone who like takes a picture of beer and you notice like it looks like little bubbles? Yeah. Well, and I know that means that there's that dirty, means there's glass. dirty yeah. glass. So they like like to repost pictures of people posting like, oh, if it's a dirty glass. <sighs> like the level of mockery. I mean, it's just it's just as bad as goddamn wrestling fans. Oh, I'm sure. It's insufferable. And I'm like, you are so fucking corny. Shut the fuck up. The kid thing is like, yeah, I, I, I don't. I mean, we're also biased because we have kids. Right. If we didn't have kids, I, I can't say we're, we're not we're not the neckbeards with the uh, pizza slice tattoos yeah, who are going I mean, in there to you know bask in the ambiance. Yeah, so I I don't know, but when we're all the fucking same, every every tapper house or brewery is the same. It's fucking <laughs> it's it, and it's, it's fine like that. Like it, you know, it's benches and you're there for the beer. Like yeah, yeah, shut up. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, that place like I don't know. It probably it wasn't like a top wit. Like I probably wouldn't go back yeah. anytime soon unless it was like. Yeah, I haven't been here in a while. Jim, you know what? You're allowed to say you don't like it. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. So Zenkoff. Yeah. And then uh the last place that really surprised me, Spring uh Cold Spring uh, brewery. So I'm almost positive I've had their stuff. Do they have can did they have cans there? They have stuff you could get canned while you were there. Oh, okay, then maybe not. Yeah. So I mean there's another Cold Spring brewery that like when okay. I was looking up like tags, like yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. So, but uh, apparently it's part of like, it's a nonprofit brewery. So it's there to support the like historic village that it sits in. Huh. So that's completely different. I've never been to one like yeah, that I'm before. I'm like, okay. And like, it's basically built into like a barn that they rehabbed from like 1804. So like, it's got a cool ambiance there. Uh, more seating space than Bear had. Yeah. Almost like no bar space, really. Um, another little cozy area, which I guess that's becoming a thing. But... You know what, Jim? I should have said at the beginning of this. You all watching have to drink every time Jim says cozy. I'm going to be saying that a lot this or episode. Or ambiance. I'll be saying that a lot this episode. <laughs> so uh, so they have a cozy little spot. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're up to like 10 drinks by now. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, their beers surprised the shit out of me, especially for being a nonprofit. Like, they were really good. There was one I was pissed at, like, they must have just run out after I got my flight and they didn't have any more, like, canned because they all sold out. Yeah. But it was this raspberry vanilla milk stout. And it was hmm. fucking phenomenal. I wanted to bring that home so bad. Yeah. But uh yeah, but no, everything I had from there was pretty good. They had a sarsaparilla too. Is that the uh It's like alcoholic soda. That's what I thought. I, I only From like know, the old West days. I only know that because of Fallout. Uh, I know because of the Simpsons. God damn it. Sarsaparilla, yeah. So wait, would would you consider those hard mountain dews and root beers? Not even like that. This tasted just like a birch beer, but like it was three point eight percent alcohol. So, but it's not like not your father's root beer? No. Hmm. No, it, it wasn't like overly like sugary. Like it was just like having like a huh. Pennsylvania Dutch birch beer, but like boozy. Yeah, we got to find some more sarsaparillas. Interesting. We got to save the bottle. Because I saw that. I was like, oh, fucking sarsaparilla. I got to try me some of this shit. <laughs> so yeah, no, I would definitely say go to Cold. If you're in KMA, definitely hit up Cold Spring. One, it's a nonprofit, and two, it's just actually really good. So, if you were ranking those three, we know Bears at the bottom. Bears at the bottom. I actually would probably say Cold Spring first. 
Really? Cause like, I, like, I like Kate May, like it's the best spot to like sit in and be at like, yeah. you know, room wise and with, you know, st- shit to do or whatever and selection, but like all their beers, like I've never loved their beers. It's all been fine. Like their beers have always been good to very good. Like nothing's outstanding. Hmm. Nothing's terrible. Okay. But, and actually like they have more like, they'll actually have like wine and seltzers that like, if you don't like beer, you can have that too. Whereas the other ones, they have seltzers, but they're like three years behind in the seltzer game. Yeah. So like they're all like how like White Claw was when it first came out, yeah. where like you get a black cherry, you're like, oh, I get that little hint of black cherry when it just tastes like seltzer water. Where now like you know all of them have like real robust flavors. In yeah. Color. So was Spr- Springhouse was the last one you went to, right? Cold Spring, yeah. Or Cold Spring. Um, Holy shit, you killed that beer real fast. It was good. I, I guess you liked it. Um. So then. Could you, if I'm playing devil's advocates, say you might have been influenced because it was the last one of the day and you already had so many drinks? Um, well, I mean, I didn't do all three in the same day. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I guess you there like you it. There you go. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> but yeah, that was my little excursion through beer country in Cape May, New Jersey. Nice. So there's, yeah, we hit a couple wineries and shit too, but we don't need to hear about that. <laughs> I hear about that stupid shit. Just tell me you weren't drinking whites. Oh, no, I go for the Reds. Okay. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know who drinks whites? My wife? English. Ew. <laughs> Ew time for a divorce. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I guess, though, we talked about us. We said about the, you know, no IPA May, and you haven't had time to game because you've been drinking so much. <laughs> but, <clears throat> and I am goddamn up to date. You sons of bitches. But for the level 50 club, you guys are still goddamn killing it. And you know what? I just want to know, how is it like on a Tuesday, it'll, someone will be like, I'm at here. And then on a Thursday, they're like, I just beat three crazy RPGs. I'm like, you sons of bitches. I, I don't know if they're backlogging. I'm like, you bastards. I don't know. I mean, I've done a little backlogging. So. Yeah. Dan, uh... He just beat Mega Man X3. Yeah, he was doing that on stream. Goddamn hard game. Good job on that, Dan. And uh, yeah, Lucas, I believe, is close to 60. He's over 60 now. He's over 60 now? Okay. So yeah, you guys are killing it. But uh, as we always say, our patrons are really the ones killing it. And I have to give a huge, huge shout out to our newest patron, Amara? Amara? Amara, I think. Yeah, we're terrible with She'll correct us. Yep. And also, somebody... Uh, Frody Montana went from two to five. Thank you so much, guys. We truly appreciate the support. It means the world to us. And as Jim always says, please, get your questions in. We want to be able to interact with you. If you're at the $5 tier, get your review request in. We're currently working through three of them right now. So, yep. trust us. This, this year is like the year of getting all these page getting, reviews get, out of the Getting way. them out for you guys. So, we appreciate it so much. Thank you. Yep. All right, so, first up, from Leo. Favorite pairing of a game and music not from that game? Huh. Okay, so the only thing I can think of when I hear that is, like, trailers. And one that's always stuck with me. Do you remember um, the Gears of War trailer with Mad World? Yeah, I think so. Like... I remember it, I I can't rem- I think it was video game footage or it was a live action, but they had that playing and yeah it was just really well like I I think it was Felix like he kept descending in okay and it's like doing the Mad World like the piano behind it and yeah, then, yeah yeah 
all of a sudden, like all the things were there, and you're like, oh shit! And I was like, that's that's pretty damn. That I, seemed like a big thing, like 2018, 17, 18 ish. Like when like that one Call of Duty had like that industrial version of Seven Nation Army playing, and like the background for like that trailer. Well, shit! How many Call of Duties did just Rolling Stones for a while? Oh yeah. Like every Vietnam era one, they they did. You know, I even remember one with like all celebrities and like Kobe. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I'm, just a shadow away. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, it's always give me shelter or paint it black or something yeah. like that. But yeah, I mean, that's all I can think of when I think of games mixed with music not in the game. Uh like I almost took it as like like we would do as kids, like you're playing a game but you had the volume down, you have like a TV on next to you, or you have like music playing in the background. Maybe if you did that as like a go to yeah, but I because like I, when I, I did I that as a kid, I always would like if I did it if it's a game I played a billion times, <clears> like <throat> I'll just have the TV on, so I'd have like you know fucking roll or whatever the fuck on shit like that. I never really did too much with music in the background. I was gonna say like for me, if I'm playing a game, I mean we had this question, right? I want to hear the music the game offers. Now I have gone on to yeah watching videos, uh, podcasts or something. If I'm playing something that like, like like Witcher's a good example. If I'm in the middle of missions and just doing like bullshit grind or even like fallouts, yeah, I'll list, be listening to something else. But yeah, I never like dedicate like I'm gonna listen to this album while I'm playing a game. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like you know, you know what I think would have really helped me for this. Like if I had an original Xbox back when it first came out, because that was the one you could load your own music onto, and like for mm-hmm. most of the games you could play your own music while you're playing a game anyway. Yep. So. I mean, if it was that, it would have just been a fuckload of new metal that I was listening to anyway at the time. So that I still listen to because my taste hasn't evolved. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I don't know. See, I almost take it like the trailer. It's like music that's not in the game. But I, I am interested. It, it does seem like this generation. I mean, granted, they also have like access to fuck. When I first got my uh whatever i can't remember logitech speakers for my computer and i couldn't believe how good they were oh yeah like good speakers are so easy to come by now and friggin' easy streamable music that how many times will we be playing call of duty and, and god forbid <laughs> you're not in a fucking uh party chat if you hear regular game chat somebody has music blaring right next to their shit you're like turn that shit down yeah, yeah or there's always someone who's like a streamer and like they have their like fucking not even techno, but fucking dubstep. I don't even think it's dubstep anymore. I think that was like, I think that's passe now. I don't even know what to call it the shit now. It, it's, we're, we're old, Brian. Yeah. We're old fuddy duddies. Yes. Yes, we are. But yeah. Um, hey, to each his own. If you are someone who listens to music while you're playing, it's got to be a game I would hope you're, you're not experiencing for the first time. Yeah. And let us know what your favorite ones are because I'd like to hear some good combos. I'll try some out. So now, <laughs> we're trying a new beer, and each sip, we're like, huh. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So mm. next up from Burn Retinas, what is your favorite video game box art? And those Master System covers aside, what is your lamest box art? All right. My favorite, probably Doom. That is a good one. Him in the middle with all the demons. Like, that looks like a epic movie poster. And it also tells you exactly what that game... Like, there's no false advertising. Like, that's basically the game. Um, worst, I'm going to go with the... It's the easy answer, but I 
I don't know why it actually creeped me out as a kid, and I still don't like it to this day. Uh, I'm gonna say it wrong. Phalanx. Oh, Phalanx. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking dude with the banjo. Why? It's an attention getter. It's someone it got being, attention. It's someone being clever. It stopped me from ever wanting to play. I won't even emulate that game. Fuck it. <laughs> I hear it's not that great of a shooter anyway. Yeah. I hear it's like okay. It's like just be weird to be weird. Okay. Being being weird and unique doesn't equal good. That's all I'm gonna say. Jim. <laughs> Let's hear your weird. Well, this Japanese random release on N64. Let's hear your weird answer. Nah, I mean, I don't even have anything like a, a gym answer for this this time. Uh, so, like, favorite, it's it's still Streets of Rage 2. Like, really? Like, it's not even the best box art. I was going to say, it's not good at all. It's not, but, well, you know what? I know you love the game. Like, I would have said Resident Evil. Actually, you know what I kind of like? Maybe I'll throw in there. I really like the Cap Attack. That's good. It's yeah. simple, but it tells you everything that's cartoony, going on. Yep. It's cartoony. It's well drawn. And even from that era of like early Genesis goofy box art, like it stands out as like an actual good one. Yeah. So No, that, that one was always really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go with the Cap Attack. And for lamest, like it's lame bad, but so of the time I love it. Fucking Wizards and Warriors with goddamn Fabio on the cover. That thing is great. What are you it talking? is great, but There's it's super nothing. lame and cheese. But see, Cheese has only become a thing when you were a kid. There was nothing cheese. You just liked it. It only became cheese. Well, Brian, I didn't. I didn't have an NES and play Wizards but, of Wars. But as a kid. I'm saying, as a kid, you would have only thought. No, Ocon Trare, Ocon fucking Trare, because Strider's Genesis cover is almost just like that, with like blind guy, the completely not looking like what it's supposed to look like. And even back then, I was like, it's a goofy looking cover. Something weird about this. Did you really think goofy, or did you think That's I did not awesome. think that looked cool? No. So you were still Mr. Cynical as a child? Right. I've always been a very <laughs> miserable person. <laughs> I was going to say uh, <clears throat> one box art that really impressed me later on in life because I didn't grow up getting it is all the like the Atari stuff. Oh, like, yeah. Like straight up painting. Like Haunted House would make you think that game is going to be so fucking different. Uh -huh. like, it's so beautiful. Yars Revenge. And... Dude, yeah, like they're hand-painted, like legit. I, I am sad. Weirdly enough, Activision made the best games and they had the worst box art because it was just like screen grabs from the game. Except for River 8, which had that beautiful 70s disco-ish whoosh drawing with the rainbow coming behind the plane. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Once again, River 8, best game. You know what underrated co cover? I, I like the simplicity of it. The uh, Left 4 Dead. The first one with the four and the second one with the two. Yeah. There's something simple, but it like says what it needs to say. It doesn't try too hard, and you're like, oh, okay. Like there I, I kind of like something like that. Yeah. I have a lot of nostalgia for the first twisted metal box art too. Oh yeah. Of course. I mean, all of them were just like goofy with all the action going on, just like the carnage that you're gonna expect from the game and shit. I can easily say my favorite my favorite game. Fucking Resident Evil cover with Chris's whatever the fuck's going on with his face. I never actually figured out, like, I'm sure somebody did, like, a whole history on that. Oh, yeah. But why was his face so fucked up? What is that? And why? There's, like, weird, like, shadowed spiders behind him. Like, looking at that cover, and he's holding a gun. I don't know what the fuck. It's not an assault rifle. It's not the shotgun. It's a weird amalgamation. I don't like it. Yeah, that's those beautiful days of the old days when, like, you know, they had whole different departments, and they're like, this is what's going to be in the game. And they're like, all right, I'll draw the fucking drawing. 
I, I will say, I still think the best resin it, It's people, like today if you commission art, but you go, eh, this is kind of what I want. Yes. Yep. That's when you go to Fiverr and only do the $5 tier. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but uh, Resident Evil 2, I think, has the best cover. Nah, with yeah. the white zombie, like, kind of, like, with the fingers and Super shit. Sim- and, you know, even though I don't like RPGs, I got to give a shout out to fucking Final Fantasy VII. Just, like, fucking Cloud Him. standing in front yeah. of Shinra. Like, you know, that's... It was always an epic looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, uh... Yeah, that's a good question. Master System really did have the worst. Oh yeah, I mean, the, I who get, who like green lighted that design choice yeah. of the grid back. Someone was like, "I want to see grids." <laughs> it, it, it was a sign of things to come from Sega of America, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah, I this is. I really do want to hear from you all. What's your favorite? What's your least favorite? I um, tried to not do the obvious ones. Like I tried to not do like bust a move with the baby. That's I guess we know that's goofy. I don't even remember that. I'm sure if I saw it, I would know. You, you would know it if you saw it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like ones that I really don't like because of the cover art itself. But I don't know. I, I love that question, though. You and I, I mean, we've done a couple. That That is something I want to bring back because it is also an easy which is better. Oh, yeah. Of like cover art and which is worse. So, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yep. So, last up from JD Mains. What is the longest length of time you played a game? Breaks for napping are fine, just start to finish. Okay, so like one stretch. How much time have you sunk in one sitting? It it has to be either one of our random midnight and all day Call of Duty things for me. Um or my like crazy now it's not one game but when me and my best friend Juan when we were kids we've talked about a few times when I would start go through Resident Evil 1 2 and 3 throughout the entire like we'd start 7 p.m. and not end till whatever 6 a.m. it it would go all night long and just play all those but yeah Call of Duty I mean sitting and getting to play straight through because we would always do the midnight release Mm -hmm. get home play Usually we'd say like at like five or six we're gonna take a nap, get up, and then start right back at it. And, and before we had wives and kids and responsibility, we do that all weekend. We would do that like yeah, pretty much throughout the whole week. In some cases, I even one game I I still don't know which one it was. I actually prestiged that weekend into it. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> I mean, Jim was always way behind because you don't get points when you're just camping, but. <laughs> Jim, tell me I'm wrong, son of a bitch. <laughs> so yeah, that that has to be my answer. Yeah, no. If we're including breaks and naps, and definitely the Call of Duty releases. Um, if we're not including breaks and naps, uh, if we're doing just like straight through no breaks, fucking one. I talked about it before. The one night where my friends and I we did the entire set list in the first rock band oh, yeah. in one night. So, like I forget how many hours that took. Probably at least a good five hours straight, if not more. But yeah, we did the entire game start to finish because that was an achievement. So play the entire set list mode. Yeah, if I'm not doing Call of Duty or Split Resident Evils, one of my PC uh, like Rome Total War, one of those Total War games or RP or RTSs. Oh Dude, yeah, I get sunk. Like if I sometimes every so often I get that bug, and, and my wife will be like, "Are you coming up at like four a.m.?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I, like you lose track of time so fast in those games." Oh yeah. Um. So I I know there's been times where I've like 
just nonstop. I'm like, I gotta see how far I can get this empire. Oh, you know? I could have, I could have easily done that with Starcraft if it wasn't for my mom going, "Get me, get off the phone line! I need to make a call." <laughs> Jim, I thought you were gonna say Star Wars Galactic Empire. I didn't play that nearly as much as Starcraft. <laughs> you should have. I was always a Starcraft guy more. That's a great question, JD. Um, if you, all right, here's a, here's a, here's a little tangential question, Jim. Okay. If you had the whole weekend to yourself, you didn't actually have to do anything. You're like, you know what? I am going to dedicate to games. And let's assume you're not doing like level 50 club. Right. If you could dedicate time to a game, what game would you probably do it to right now? Right now I would do it with Elden Ring. Would you? Okay. Yeah. Because that would be the only fucking time I'd be able to get that much of a chunk of the game out of the way in one sitting anyway. So if I didn't have level 50 I was worrying about, I would be doing that. Do you think you would be dedicated to it, or would it frustrate you and make you want to play something else? I think I'd be fine with it. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. No, that's a great question, JD. Like I said, I like that. Do miss those long marathon game times, though. Yeah, I miss... It's the free time. <laughs> it's just free time in general. It's been a long See, time. Jim? See why 18 was the best time long... of your life? <laughs> if you want to know how much of a wreck I am, I would still not go back to that at all. Much better place now. <laughs> you wipe your own butt. <laughs> Fuck. I always wipe my own butt. How dare you? <laughs> oh thank you all so much once again yes thank you for the support everyone <laughs> we love you guys um but chambers this beer man so i will say <clears throat> we heard about this brewery from our buddies from gaming off the grid they told us about the drecker brewing company awesome awesome can art and all their cans are like pretty highly detailed like this I know they were drinking a version of this. I don't know if it was this specific one, but we are drinking the Blackberry and Guava Brains Double Fruit Smoothie Sour, which has, okay, pale two-row wheat, carafoam, malts, magnum, and Hallertau blank hops, blackberry, more blackberry, guava, more guava, sea salt, lactose, and vanilla bean. Comes in at... Bro, you didn't talk about the lactobacillus cultures. Yeah, I wasn't going to try and say that. <laughs> Bro, say the big words. Where the hell? Is there a percentage on here? Or am I? Mm, good question. I do not see a percentage on the can. <laughs> it's a surprise. Yeah, so <clears throat> as we poured it, we noted, like, this is a thick son of a bitch. And we just went from a sour to this. This is literally like... I mean, as, no, this no, this is like a smoothie pouring out. This really, like, like the straight up texture of a smoothie. It's bizarre. And when you're drinking it, like, for those of you not in the Northeast, like when you go to Wawa, if you get a smoothie drink, if you added ice to it, this would be the consistency. It's got like a it, it doesn't taste like alcohol at all. No, not at all. Which is like why I'm very curious what the percentage is. It's pretty damn good. I would say, though, it's already sitting heavy. I wouldn't drink more than one can of this. Yeah, I mean, they call it the double fruit smoothie, and they are not fucking... Yeah. So, obviously... Uh, what are you doing, you son of a bitch? I'm trying to look up the alcohol. <laughs> so, guys from Game 6.9%, of... apparently. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's the Blackberry and Lime. Fuck. 
God damn it, Jim. Sorry. All right, well, I'll find it. <laughs> or I won't. Doesn't matter. None of this matters. No, but uh, I am definitely going to be trying a lot more from Drecker. So yeah, no, this is like this is this is unique. This is like impressively unique. Yeah, great recommendation, guys. Oh yeah. So um, so we're going from talking about an extremely thick and smoothie like beer to extremely light beer because the, some I would am, say the lightest. I am fucking heartbroken, Brian. <laughs> I uh, you know I would. There, you know what, Jim? There is a bronze lining in this. So we've been following the whole lawsuit between Stone Brewing and Jim's beloved Keystone Light. Keystone Light. And for those new to the show, for don't don't know. Yep. The quick rundown. Back all the way back in fucking 2018, Stone Brewing, which is like the number six largest brewery in the United States, mm-hmm. known for going after smaller breweries and bullying them with copyright claims and all kinds of stuff. Kind of douchey. Yeah, extremely douchey. Not exactly good, guys. Sued uh, Keystone uh, through, you know, parent company Miller Coors, now Molson Coors, for copyright infringement because Keystone eventually changed it from saying Keystone is one word to key and then stone. Yep. And their phrase, grab a pack of stones, they are claiming market manipulation and competing and trying to steal their stuff, blah, 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 blah. Which our argument the entire time has been no one has ever confused a Keystone for a stone brewing product. No. And and the only it seems legitimacy they had is Keystone did kind of shoot themselves in the foot by having stone be its own like as you display the keystones like if you put it on the side you only will see stone. I feel like that's the number one area they fucked up in in, in all of this. But either way, Jim and I have always maintained like. I've never, every time you've ever gone to a beer store, Keystone is next to Miller Lite, next to, you know, the lowest end macro beers possible. Stone is always going to be over at the craft side. And I don't even know if they sell, I'm sure they sell cases, but I never see cases. You usually see six packs or whatever. Yeah. And at least in our area. Yeah. They have the, whatever, the gargoyle symbol. I don't even know what the symbol is, but. It's very obviously different. Right, it's a, it's a dick in Greg Coke's mouth. That's what the symbol is. <laughs> Jim, how do you really feel about I this? I fucking hate that guy. But, yeah, so th- this has been going on, as Jim said, since 2018. Uh, Stone has said that they've taken a nosedive in sales ever since this. Could it also have been at the point of the most saturation of better beers? Because Stone was, I'll give him credit. They were one of the big dogs. They, uh, like, changed the game. They're one of the big dogs. They changed the game. They got into the game early, too. Like, yeah. they were one of the first ones to really take off as a craft brewery. They're like Sierra Nevada for, you know, the Midwest, I'd say. Yeah, I can go with that. And basically, the jury has now awarded Stone with $56 million. So, Stone was going for $216 million. That's why I said that that's a bronze lining. They went for much more... They got 56. They got a little over a quarter of what they wanted. Which is still a fuck ton of money to normies like us. But to more to Molson Coors, they're like, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Molson Coors, I mean, can obviously pay that yeah. like nothing. So now with that being said though, I did put a another article right behind it. Oh, um, so basically they're Right, warn me of your research. <laughs> uh 
Yuji Naka, or no, I'm sorry. Wait, Yuji Naka? No, I, I, Are you looking at the wrong week? No, no, no. Hold on. I was looking at the wrong week. Um, I'm trying to find her name. The guy who made Nights in the Dreams has something to say about this lawsuit? He fucked up games. He can fuck up beer. Uh, Stone CEO Maria Stepp admitted in court that uh, they're actually having problems paying back their $464 million investment to VMG Hill House, which I guess they like help like float that money. And she's considering selling the Stone Company. How funny would it be if Molson Coors bought them? Oh, <laughs> that would be some shit. Like, Yo, I need Vince McMahon to break down and say, I've got the fate of the world in my hands. I mean, they could they could pull an Elon Musk here, Jim. They could. They could be extremely petty. And, Brian, you know me. I'm a fan of I petty. Li- I like petty. I like me some petty. That's why I'm like, you know, of course, that's probably not going to happen. Um, <laughs> do, do they risk the PR? Well, I mean, they'll all be amongst beer nerds, and the beer nerds hate them anyway. So it wouldn't even hurt them. I say fucking do it. Yeah. And, and here's the deal. We've said, you know it probably even more from band perspective. I don't like the idea of like people getting bitchy and saying, like, so-and-so sold out. It's like, do you think anyone gets into anything with the goal of, let's not make as much money as we can? Yeah, people like to say that they, oh, I'm in it for you. Okay. Yeah, like you ultimately do things for two reasons. You want to get laid. You want to make money. That's it. Yeah. Sure, there's maybe that very small minority that's like, I just want to help the world. I'm always going to have a, you know, being yeah, from Philly. Yeah, there, there, there's people out there. There, 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 there are. They're you, better, they're better people than me. Fine. But I've also noticed a trend with those people, Jim. They tend to come from lots of money. Or very it's easy comfortable. To do. Yeah. It's easy to do it's, when you come from money. So, you know, in this particular situation, I don't know if Stone really is going to sell. I It would be some shit, though. And part of what she claimed in court was... Going back to 2018, once Molson Coors did this, they took such a nosedive that that's what drove them to needing to get that investment that now they can't pay back. So, I don't know. I, I guess it's basically at an end now, unless Molson Coors, can they appeal it? No, they, they're already talking in the article, the first article, about like they're going to take it to appeals court. So, they're, they're weighing their options, they said. One... Even though we don't like Stone, I also am not going to shed a tear from Molson Coors. Sorry, Jim. No, I mean, I'm not either. <laughs> like, look, I, I was just invested because I saw the YouTube video that Greg Koch put out, and I went, oh, my God, go fuck yourself. You know, the one thing we never – we haven't done this whole time when we've covered us is see if, like – is he active on Twitter? I don't know, actually. Like, I'm but curious. Take a look. He seems like the type that would write real snooty shit. He does. I'm curious because I mean we've talked about like Tommy Talrico, some of these people that you're like you shouldn't be on Twitter. I feel like he would be a type, but then again, I, maybe I feel like we would have eventually ran into him on Twitter or, or, though, if he yeah. was. Yeah. So and not to jerk ourselves off, like you know, directly running into him, even though I would probably shit post at him. But uh, should we have him on? Obviously, <laughs> Jim. How much would you one eighty? Hi, Mister Coke. <laughs> Hi. Congratulations on your great lawsuit win, sir. Pleasure to have you. Oh no, this is a Stone Brewing Company behind me. Yeah, that see, would be fucking hilarious. See, we, I was putting this up ironically. Oh god, if you if we did <laughs> and he saw that, like he just turn off his camera. Oh god, 
<laughs> no, I have a stone T-shirt. I'd have a keystone in my hand with the keystone flag behind me. You know what we could do? We could send them our opening video, which remember we had the stone brewing bottle in it. Oh yeah, that that and lion's head, and I think you might have had a keystone. Was the keystone the thing I threw at your balls? I forget. What you threw. I, I think it was remember. a course. Yeah, uh, but I know we had stone because that's prominently shown in our opening. That was prominently shown. Yeah, that is true. So. And I am making my hungover, kill me now, winky face while drinking the Keystone. So. Yeah, oh, yeah, you sure are, Jim. You motherfucker. Sure was. You're never going to live that down. No, I'm not. <laughs> One of the many things I'm never going to live down. <laughs> so if there's an appeal, we'll follow it because it is, to me, the more interesting thing coming out of all these stupid-ass lawsuits. But, yeah, I don't know. Some of you guys seem to be interested in it. Let us know what you think. And uh, if you see Greg Coke on Twitter, tell him to be a guess shoot him our way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker so chambers as i look up the next topic what are you thinking um good different it's it's it's, it's one it's one that i couldn't have a lot of obviously yeah. like it's really fucking heavy so i think this is more flavorful than the don't give a crap but i don't like how much heavier it is i think it's flavorful in a different way though I think you get more of a mouthfeel from this one, but both of them had a lot of flavor to them, I think. Maybe this one just sits a little bit better. Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. Like, it definitely, <laughs> like, this coats your mouth. Coats your mouth, coats your throat. It's like Catholic school all over again. Is that why you don't want to be 18 again? <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the only happy memory back then, Brian. Not wiping your butt. <laughs> <laughs> The bus with the bus wiper. <laughs> Dude, I clean my. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> All right, Chambers. So we finished that Drecker, and now we're moving on. You've been uh, saving a, a pretty interesting one for us. So we talked about this a long time ages ago. ago, at least like two years ago. But also coming to us from Duclaw, we have the Sour Me Unicorn Farts. So we saw an article about this, you know, like at least two years ago, and had the, you know, the headline of Duclaw's Brewers living his best life, and he was at, you know, like goofy dressed, all of ironic tattoos, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of bashed it a little bit, but we're like, we'll try this unicorn farts. So I actually got this can when I was getting all my subscription boxes, and I thought, gotta save it for when we're together. So it's at least a year old can, but five point five percent. Jim, I'm stealing your bet. I made tag team. Pony up for the taste of this glittered sour ale brewed with a trio of fruits, fruity cereal, and a swirl of edible glitter. Don't know what the fuck that is. Based on the flavor profile of the famous Unicorn Farts Donut. How famous is it? We've never heard of it. Made with fruity cereal. This beer is medium bodied with big fruit notes, slight tartness, plus a hint of malty biscuit. A fantastical collaboration between Declaw. Brewing Company, and Diablo Donuts. So, as I was pouring, I was like, motherfucker, it's going to be tough to see here. If you look at our Instagram, the picture probably shows it better. There's straight up silver glitter in the in the glass. Yeah, I'll be putting up a picture just when we're done. Like, Yeah. It, it, like, it's straight up glitter in here. Like, I'm going to shit glitter later. Yeah. <laughs> the, the turret's going to spackle. <laughs> I haven't taken my sip yet. That was... um, <laughs> oh, let me get the well, me, 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 me. No, what hit me is that this is 
this is more what a sour beer. It's way more sour. After having two so non-sour beers, the sour hits you quick. Oh, yeah. Like, real quick. It's still, like, lighter and not, oh, wow, more, way more in the aftertaste. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the initial sip, I was like, yeah, it's sour, but no, it's not it, that. it hits you, yeah. And then in the aftertaste, it's like, ooh, lemon. It's just, yeah. Um, okay. It's just very different from what we just had. I'll say that. Yeah, we've had like surprising uh, like sours that like weren't overly sour. Yeah, this is this is a straight up old school sour boy. Mm-hmm. But Jamers, uh, you mentioned something earlier, and I kind of alluded to you saying the word cozy too much. Had to drink. And you, as you mentioned, you went to a few breweries, and this week, why don't you explain the overrated, underrated? Yeah. So for those of you who weren't listening a half hour ago. Uh, yeah, so the two of the breweries I went to, and it seems to be a new thing, had these real, and I put pictures up already, too, these, like, nice, like, cozy areas set up with, like, plush couches and, like, you know, those big, like, loungers and, like, those, like, really old school, like, padded Victorian benches and shit like that. And I was like, this is kind of a cool gimmick, like a fireplace going with a TV over it, warm, you know, warm, warm little cedar, little accoutrement everywhere. And I'm thinking to myself, this is kind of nice. But then as I'm sitting there, I'm like, seems seems a bit wasteful. Seems like a, more of a good idea in, more of a better idea, not exactly in practice. The kind of thing where if, if some of these breweries take off a little more, they're probably going to need a little bit more space. So I was thinking to myself, huh, is this a good <laughs> idea or not? So I'll leave it to you, Brian, because I lived it, so I have my idea. But just from what you saw from pictures and what you heard, what are you thinking? So I have seen this before in practice. Now, here's the deal. For me, the standard fare of going to a brewery is, yeah, probably just nothing fancy, tables, benches, get as many people as in as you can without overcrowding. There is a delicate balance there. Yes. The breweries, obviously, as our name would suggest, we tend to like our ones that have arcade machines. And not saying a full barcade, but like the Chamonix Brewing Company. Oh, yeah, the Chamonix Creek. Creek, One of our favorite ones to go to. And and they even have like bubble hockey, like having little games. That seems to be more the norm. But there are these niche ones that like to, as Jim says, the cozy little nooks, I'll call them. Mm -hmm. And you know what I think of, Jim? It's no... It's no surprise. I'm a guy who Halloween's my favorite time of year. Oh, really? Yeah. And I love the fact that football's on in fall. Like, there's a lot I like about fall. But this comes from the same idea why girls say they love fall way too goddamn much. Because all they want to do is be cozy with a cup of tea and go, ooh, and drink it up. And whoever made this... Is making it with that goddamn in their mind. They want someone that wants to tuck their feet up behind them as they sip their beer. And that's not what you fucking do at a brewery. I don't like it. It's completely overrated. Jim said it's a waste of space. Unless you're huddling up together, knock that shit off. I don't need cozy, you know, at a wine bar, get cozy. At a fucking Panera bread, get the bread bowl. Be cozy. Don't do buy, it. Buy your $15 go- chicken sandwich. Yeah. Don't do it at a goddamn brewery because, yes, if I go in there and there's no room, I'm going to be pissed. So it's an interesting idea, but, you know, you also said the clientele there is a little bit uh, snooty. A little older, a little snootier. Yeah. You know, and like, here's the thing I even noticed, too, like, because 
before we took over that area, like there was, um, you know, like a small group of people, but like you're so like kind of spread out too, like. Like when you go to a, like a pub or you know a brewery, when I think of you're sitting at your bench, yeah, you're you know you have a decent amount of space, but you're all still somewhat huddled together. Yep. But fine for conversationaling and shit like that. You don't have to be screaming to hear each other, and it just like you know, and like you said with the whole or we both said with the space thing, it's almost like setting up for failure because yeah. like hey, what's the one thing you really want when you're at a brewery? A place to put down your fucking beer. Yeah. I'm fine with that. You know what? You just, that setup is what I see when I go on travel for work and I'm in hoity-toity areas of Virginia and you're at the hotel bar. There's a fireplace. Yes. Oversized couches. Yes. That's the type of shit I would expect to see. You're at a, a, a fancier bar. Cozy it up. You're at a brewery. That's not what the purpose is. Like, I, I just don't get it. Now... We're also talking Cape May, New Jersey here, which is a home to a bunch of stupid bitches. Yes. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> wow. Who, who say they like fall way too much. <laughs> right. Would you say it's the pumpkin spice of brewery uh, decor? It, that, you know what? It is. And as I said, as someone who loves Halloween, <laughs> I'm just saying that's that when you, when you first showed me that picture, I was like, the fuck they got a fire pl- like it, and, <laughs> and they both had it and and what was the you were it was like forgetting sarah marshall and what was the other one uh they just had some random shit on like the other one had like a woodworking channel on uh, or video playing or something but what pissed me off about forgetting- yeah, well, you know what i think is i think it was like a promotion a video made for like the historic society or whatever so but that makes at least a little can, more sense i can accept that's fine that. but the forgetting sarah marshall that's probably the funniest comedy to those fuckers Hey, I I'm love not that movie. Say, I'm I love not that saying movie. it's bad, but it's not even in a top 20. I don't know. I really like that fucking You're movie. right. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I'll take Kingpin over it any day. I do like me some Kingpin. There you go. Rents due, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. Thank you. Wipe your butt. Damn. <laughs> so, yes, it is completely overrated. Do it in hotel bars, but not in a brewery like the whole point of the brewery isn't the the replacement for a bar it's because you really like beer from a place you want to try new things that's also where they have their experimental thing it's kind of like would you go somewhere where they're a live band is legit playing and not not just some like shitty dive bar play i'm saying like a legit band is playing and you're like Oh, but they have this area to read. Like, it wouldn't make sense. Don't have it there. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I was like, at first I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. And as I was sitting there, I was like, wait a second. This isn't right at all. Yeah, because it also, like, I need to be in a certain mentality if you go to a brewery and you want to appreciate the beers. If I'm all, like, comfy, laid back, like, all of a sudden I'm not going to want to try as many beers. I certainly don't want to be talking. Like, I just want to chill at that point. Yeah. Not the right place. Yep. So, anyone right. looking to make a set a place up, don't do it. Yeah. Don't be a stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Might be thinking, no, I'm gonna set myself apart from the other breweries. No, nah, you don't have to do that. Deal with your beer. Don't deal with if you gotta deal with your yeah. decorations, then you're not doing it right. Don't put glitter on your beer. The glitter is. <sighs> this beer is not is definitely the one we probably should have started with. It's not the one to go out on for tonight. Well, I do have two more Drekkers. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> 
So Good thing I ate late today. Jesus. <laughs> so Chambers. Now, I will say I, I did appreciate that topic. But you had an interesting one. Now, I think it came to us. Did it come to us from our buddy, Nick? Well, the idea came to us or came to me at first when for we were him. talking about for yeah. Nick. Like, I sent him that question. And I was like, that's a good question for us, too. Yeah. So this week, which is better? I'm going. It's game related, but game adjacent. Shows based on games. Mm-hmm. Shows based on Sonic. And Sonic's had a fuckload of shows, so I went with the two I knew the best. Yeah. So the Saturday morning cartoon one, which, you know, from the early 90s, the more serious one, not the goofy-ass one, and then Sonic X from the early 2000s. Both with great theme songs, I gotta say. So which which has the better theme song, Brian? Hmm. For Jim, for the folks, can you sing the songs for us? I will not. Jim, can you just sing this? I didn't say get up and act it out. I just said... Give, give us give people a little taste. I'm not giving people shit of a taste. Because <laughs> I knew the Sonic X one got to go fast. I don't I, I don't know the words. Otherwise, I would yeah. gladly do it. The other one, it was the first time me listening to oh, it. The when fr- you put that's it the first one you, time you ever listened yeah, to it? You and, didn't watch the show back in the day? No. Uh, with like the like too serious for its own, too own good it's almost. Way, Sonic the Hedgehog. It's like I listened to it. I was what like, we can do. There, you got your singing. This would be the dumb motherfucker who likes sitting at a cozy spot drinking his <laughs> beer. So of course I'm going Sonic X, as our kids love to say. Got to go fast, and that one is more. The Sonic X one feels more like a la like, obviously not as good but like X-Men and the 90s cartoons. We, the other one, I don't know what the fuck that was from. It felt so serious. That one felt... See, I'm surprised you're like not liking it as much because that feels like it's from like an 80s... Like, it, and it felt like it was from Top Gun. It feels like it's from Top Gun or Best of the Best, Which, something like that. Uh, if you're... If you're doing a montage scene in He's an 80s movie... Yeah. If you have uh, Dirk Diggler singing... You've got the touch. <laughs> like, that's what it felt like. And I'm like, this isn't pairing up with the like the, the video I'm seeing of Sonic running around at all. Or is it? No, it's not. And hey. Brian, and Princess Sally, starter of a thousand fucking furries, I'm sure. L- listen, I am a huge fan of Juxposition. That one was fucked up. And it didn't. <laughs> I was like, I don't get this. As a kid, I probably would have thought, this is a little weird. Um, no, I, I need my, my more video gamey, feely cartoon, even Pokemon. Pokemon? Uh, yeah, I mean, none of them hold a candle to Pokemon, but. I mean, I still think. I mean, po- the Pokemon theme is still in the the vein of, what do you call it, like the Sonic Saturday morning cartoon one. A little too serious, a little too goofy for its own good, but it just fits. That one fits more. So, yes, I'm going Sonic X all the way. That's fair. See, <laughs> God, see, I grew up with that Sonic cartoon, though, <laughs> and I fucking love that goddamn theme song. I've been humming that theme song in my head for what, 25 what goddamn years. What channel did that come on? They, weirdly enough, they originally aired it during TGIF. So it was on ABC, but they aired it at, like, 8.30 at night. One random thing, when they were, like, premiering, like, a bunch of their shows for, like, the Saturday morning slot that they were what doing. What years did it, like, come on? 93-ish, 94, something like that. Really? Holy shit. Yeah. I don't know how I missed that. But if it was, if teaching. I'm remembering correctly, I think they premiered it either like kind of during, tied in with, or it's like commercial break, like after Family Matters or something. I was just about to say, like I always watch Family Matters. Maybe I, I don't think I went to sleep that early, but 
I don't remember. Like, <clears throat> cartoons I can remember not being Saturday morning cartoons were, and if these also might have been, but like the real Ghostbusters. Right. Um, the Tick. Oh, yeah, the Tick was Saturday morning. Was it? Yeah. For some reason, I Yeah, that like was, was Fox Mornings. Yeah. That would come on after X-Men eventually. When did, uh, oh, what the hell was the one, um, oh my God, I'm going to be so pissed when I say it, with Louie Anderson as a whole family? Life with Louie. Life with Louie. I couldn't remember her name. Fantastic show. Dude, fucking, fo- no one talks enough about Fox Kids from back in the day. We did, and then we kind of buried it. No one buried <laughs> shit, Brian. Because uh, we chose X-Men. and Which was Fox Kids. Oh yeah, actually, no, no, no. Batman the I'm Animated sorry, Series started right, as Fox right. Kids. We 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 Batman moved to WB eventually. We put Fox Kids over Disney. Disney, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Disney Disney mornings. Fuck Disney mornings. Who did Animaniacs? That that uh that was Fox. And then I think it moved to Disney or something. No, that moved to WB. WB. A lot of the Fox shows all moved to WB eventually. WB did have some bangers. Well yeah, they inherited all the good Fox shows. Yeah. And then they eventually had their own good ones. You know what? Talk about let's let's talk about cartoons. Static Shock, great fucking show. (laughs) That doesn't get enough love, as well as the actor who portrayed him. You're talking about Bobby's World? Nope. The Critic. Oh, no. The, the Critic Lovitz. is loved. The Critic is one of it's the best goddamn shows loved ever. enough. Brian, if you're going to say unloved, you would say Duckman with Jason Alexander. But The Critic, everyone fucking loves The Critic. You know what one I always hated and I still don't like? The Dr. Katz. Oh, I love Dr. Katz. Did you really? Yeah, dude. I never got over the the shaky animation. That, I mean, that was a gimmick for it. Oh, but, I, I, but as I that said, was like the early seasons of home movies too. They had that was Squiggle Vision until it went to that like just like more cleaner computer look. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, man, the critic. Even as a kid, I know now. I definitely didn't get the humor. I still loved it. Oh yeah, I loved it back then, and now I love it even more because I get more of the jokes. Obviously, mm-hmm. man. Why aren't there any more good cartoons? Well. You know what's not fair is we didn't grow up with like SpongeBob. Watching that with my son, SpongeBob's I o- fucking great. I almost put that like Ren and Stimpy. Some of the shit they put in there, I'm like, it's not as bad as Ren. Well, and Stimpy. I, I, it's funny because what do you call it? like the hardcore like you know people who break down cartoons? Like they talk they talk about like the first three seasons of SpongeBob like it's masterpiece TV, hmm. and like like I haven't watched enough to like know the difference between when they had that hard yeah. cut off. So like I'll have to dig in, but like I've watched early SpongeBob. I'm like, man, this shit's good. Because like I remember early high school when SpongeBob like first dropped, and like everyone's talking about SpongeBob, and I'm like, what the fuck's I've been watching a cartoon for? Like we're supposed to be cooler now, man. <laughs> yeah, Jim's like, I moved on to anime and hentai. <laughs> you know what? If I have to make a confession here, the only anime I've ever watched is Castlevania. Oh really? I've never. I started. Oh, did I start Attack on Titan? I, <clears throat> you know me. I I should like things like Vampire Hunter D, and Attack on Titan. But like I've just, I don't know why anime. I I love comics. I love obviously video games. It never like got to me. It never grabbed me. No, I mean I can see it. You know, if I was racist too, I wouldn't enjoy things either from other cultures. That's fine. <sighs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Like that that's one of those where I always go, Oh, I should have got into it, but I didn't, but yeah. And actually I haven't watched anime in a long time. Like I'm out of the loop too. Yeah. Like I used to watch everything that they would throw on Toonami and uh, Adult Swim back in the old days. Then when I like stopped watching Adult Swim, I stopped watching anime basically. So yeah. No, but that 
I, I did like the question, yeah. Sonic. So you guys, you so like- I'm actually to give like my final answer. I will say Sonic X is probably the better overall song. It is like it, it fits in with more shit and stuff yeah. like that. But God, do I love that goddamn <laughs> that is that is Kenny Loggins' beautiful cheese right there. That is what that goddamn song is for the Saturday morning cartoon. You guys, let us know which you think is the best. Which one do you like better? And all right, so Chambers, uh, what do you think of the beers? For me personally. The unicorn farts is at the bottom. Yeah. And like it's in fine sour, maybe a little too on the lemony side. But yeah, it's fine, but definitely the weakest of what we had tonight. Yeah. I I'm torn. The Drecker, I actually like the mouthfeel better. Um, but at the same time, it's heavy. It's really heavy. But it also tastes like no alcohol. Like it's dangerous. It's that weird dangerous where it's heavy, so you know you're not going to drink too much, but you don't feel the alcohol, and it. it was the strongest. Yeah, it was the strongest. It was definitely probably close to seven. Yeah. I almost feel like this, that I give a crap and the Drecker are kind of tied. Kind of, yeah. Like, I think I like to give a crap a little more just because I could see myself going back to it more, but I really do appreciate just, like, how unique. The smoothie. The, I've like, never the smoothie had a smoothie is. sour. Like you, you, you like you. You'll get beers that are like, "Oh, we're a milkshake beer," and like it's because they like you know just a little lactose in there. And you're like, "Yeah, oh, I don't get any milk milkshake from this at all." Yeah, this is a fucking smoothie. Yeah. So we'll be posting pictures of them all. You guys, let us know which. I mean, I think it does go without saying this has the best artwork. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you guys, let us know what you think of those. And also, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for supporting us. If you haven't already, please hit that like and subscribe button. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, give us a follow. If you give us a five-star rating, whatever you write to us, we'll respond. Even if you want to bash us, just give us that five-star. Yeah. because we we'll, we'll read whatever comment you leave down there. Yeah. So, And if you're from outside the U.S. and you do it on iTunes, for the love of God, send us a message letting us know because iTunes won't tell us unless we go in and switch to region because <laughs> why would anything be user-friendly? iTunes is ridiculous. But once again, thank you guys so much. We truly appreciate it. We hope you all have a great night. Cheers. Cheers, everyone.